Hey beauties, welcome to the Clean Beauty Podcast. Did you know that unlike most everything else in America, cosmetics are not regulated? This means that corporations can use thousands of potentially harmful ingredients that I personally know can cause health problems. I'm your host, Cassandra McClure. I've been in the beauty business for over 10 years as a celebrity makeup artist that advocates for safer and more sustainable cosmetics. Join me each week for important news, exclusive interviews, and more on the clean beauty revolution. This episode is proudly sponsored by LashBinder.com, a patent-pending tool that I developed to be the quickest, easiest, and safest way to apply lashes on yourself and clients. If you've ever tried applying lashes, you either use your fingers, which is pretty hard to master, a pair of tweezers, which can be super scary, or you were lucky enough to have a friend like me help you. Those days are long gone with LashBinder, an applicator that'll have you looking fabulous in under a minute. Are you ready to say goodbye to expensive, damaging, and time-consuming lash extensions or hours spent in the mirror applying makeup? Don't you wish you could apply lashes easy and just go? Let your skin glow and your confidence skyrocket with the perfect pair of lashes applied with LashBinder. LashBinder is truly the lash tool you'll ever need. Be the first to get your hands on one today exclusively at LashBinder.com. Be sure to find us on Instagram at LashBinder, L-A-S-H-B-I-N-D-E-R. Links in the show notes. Happy lashing! Hey beauties, welcome to the Clean Beauty Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about water bottles and specifically the ban in San Francisco on water bottles in public spaces, in in city spaces. And if you have been around a while, you know that there was also recently um, a ban on free bags from stores, which Actually, it's been a couple years, but really what happened is there was a law that was passed that requires you bring your own bag to the store. And if you don't, you are charged uh, a small fee for each bag that you use, whether it is plastic or paper. And the idea is that you will start to remember to bring your bags. I know for most people, 10 cents or 15 cents is not a lot of money, but that is not the point. The point is to bring your own bag to protect the world, to preserve the earth, to show that you care about the environment. And I know there's a lot of people out there even my own fiance who forgets and says, oh, it's just one bag. But there's millions of people that are saying that every second of every day and it adds up. It's way too much waste in the landfills and that's starting to happen with plastic bottles. And I know that it took me a while to get used to bringing my own bags to the store, but now it's a ritual. I have my bag in my front seat next to my 
purse on the passenger side. It's nice and shiny so I don't forget it. And sometimes I'll ball it up and put it inside my purse so I have an extra bag in the store. Um, I like to also shop with my bag. It all, It's helped me save money in the sense that I'll carry the bag in the store and instead of getting a cart and filling up my my cart with all this random stuff, I go in and I buy exactly what I need to fill the bag. That will last me a day or two or three at home. And, you know, sometimes we need to do the large hauls. And I know a lot of people shop at Costco. So obviously it wouldn't work in that case, but you still usually aren't using bags at Costco. You're using the cardboard boxes that they give you. But anyways, I wanted to just say, obviously this episode is not about clean cosmetics. It's more around a clean environment, a clean landscape, a clean ocean, a clean city. And I really care about the environment that I live in. And I think it's really important to ban plastic bottles. And I am really behind this um, particular movement. So even though there is a difference between plastic and paper. A lot of people think that now because they know what happens in in the oceans with plastics that they think paper is a better alternative at the store and they feel better when they forget their bag that they're using paper. But paper also takes so much energy to create one bag. It's printed on. It's usually not coming from a recycled bag because think about how clean and dry that bag would have had to stay to make it to be even be recycled. And also uh, the the trees and the environment that it had to come from to even be a paper bag. So um, it's 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 important. Every little action that you make does have an effect on the world around you, even though you might not feel or see it right away. So glass bottles. I have had a few different bottles. I have three or four in my cupboard. I like glass. I like the ones with a grip on the outside. If it's solid glass without a grip, for me, I am not a glass person. It's scary to me to have glass near my face, near my uh, eyes, like uh, in driving with it just, I don't know. It, it doesn't work for me because I like really cold drinks or really hot drinks like coffee. And so for me, stainless steel water bottles are it. I love the benefits of having a hot drink stay hot and a cold drink stay cold with my ice in it. And I love the wider lipped ones that I can take into a uh, gas station or a stop on the side of the highway so that I can refill it with my ice or my drink of choice absolutely free and avoid having to buy water bottles. I drink a lot of water. I think I drink the required amount or the recommended amount. I think I drink between six and nine glasses a day. And uh, it's because I do not drink any sodas. I don't drink any flavored juices and I'll drink maybe one coffee a day. So, you know, bottles, even when I was younger, tasted weird to me. And as I got older, I learned more and more about how when plastic heats up, it can release some of the uh, little chemicals and plastics inside the water bottle. 
uh, I also learned about BPA. Uh, BPA is a hormone disruptor and it can affect reproductive organs. So what happens is when the BPA is um, heated, you know, especially like that's what happens when it's on a hot truck, right? It's uh, the water has been put in a crate, in a metal crate, and it's heated up um, out in the middle of the ocean. It's coming from overseas, or even if it's made in the US, it's shipped in hot containers going all across the country, delivering from store to store. By the time it gets to you, it's months old and it's probably been hot, cold, hot, cold so many times. And I I compare it to almost like a freezer burn where it's just super unhealthy. If there were nutrients in it, there are probably not any nutrients in it anymore. And it's just better off not drank in the first place. There's also salts inside water bottles, inside that water. So what happens is companies want you to not just drink one bottle. They want you to buy the larger size because when you drink the water, you always feel thirsty, right? And you want they want you to purchase more bottles if you purchase a smaller one or even a large one. And so what happens is they put salts and other um things to make you thirsty in the bottle. And that's why sometimes your your thirst isn't always feeling as quenched as you'd like it as if you were drinking out of a Brita or one of your water filters at home when you have some water. So there are... <laughs> lots of things about plastic that are not safe or healthy or fresh. You know, when the heat breaks things down, you know, a lot of people think that it can't happen that fast. And you're right, it takes 500 years to biodegrade, but it doesn't stop biodegrading while it's in root to your mouth. It's definitely already breaking down from the second it's being produced just like anything else. I'm excited that Bottle Rock is coming up because I am just excited to see how they handle no bottles because in previous years, I've been disappointed when I've seen heaps and heaps of water bottles and you know, Gatorade bottles all over the place, um, overflowing trash cans and recycle bins. And I know a lot of people feel that they're doing a great thing. I used to be one of those people that said, oh, I'm putting it in the recycle bin. It's all good. But it depends on the center that's taking the, the plastics. It's depending on what the rules are to that particular recycling center. Sometimes they don't take certain plastics or certain caps with certain bottles or certain certain um, things inside the bottle. So let's say you had a, a couple sips of a soda left or a little bit of water still inside the bottle or let's say a bug got in the bottle or some food or it got dirty or someone threw food on top of the recycling. Now that entire thing, that whole entire trash bin uh, or recycling bin gets put into the trash. So even though you think you might be doing something correct, other people aren't actually properly washing out the bottle and recycling of it properly. 
at the sustainableproject.org where I've been doing a lot of work, I learned a lot of this and I learned that you need to go to your own recycle facilities and go to your own uh, local uh, organizations to find out exactly what the rules and regulations are in this case, if that's something that you're more interested in, because it varies from city to city and from state to state. Unfortunately, the U.S. has an addiction to single-use bottles and items of all different sorts, you know, from plastic silverware and um, containers. I try to save as many as possible, especially when I'm ordering in. And if I know I'm going to pick up a salad or um, I know I'm going out for long periods of time, I always bring my bottle, even going to the gym. I don't like to have to stop and buy things. Even when things are encased in plastic, I try to avoid them now, um, especially foods because it does get into the foods and it can cause long-term health problems, including cancer. So from everything you're doing, whether you're having a party, throwing a event, you're going to a football or basketball game, you're going to a wedding, it's completely unacceptable to be handing out water bottles for all your guests. It's hundreds and thousands of water bottles that are going to be getting thrown away that end up in our oceans, polluting our air, polluting our waterways, and hurting the precious wildlife that we uh, have so little of nowadays. And um, going back to BPA for a second, outside the U.S., um, it's not regulated. So if a bottle says BPA-free, but it was made overseas in China or another um, country, it could it could have BPA-free labeled on it, but it's still not BPA-free. It could still be made with BPA, but somehow ended up in the U.S. because the U.S. has not really great or strict standards. And so we have become a dumping ground for a lot of other countries. And a lot of US companies are buying cheaper um, bottles that say BPA free from other countries and, you know, put slapping their label on them and giving them away at events or selling them for really cheap at local at little stores or um, grocers and uh, drugstores. So that's something to keep in mind. You know, I know it's confusing, but that's when you need to do your research and make sure that, you know, these companies aren't using loopholes and you're working and buying from reputable brands and companies. You know, I've said it before. I'll say it again. You're voting with your dollars. Every single dollar you spend, you're telling a company, a brand or a person that what they're doing is right, that what they're doing is okay, that what their morals and values are, are in align with yours and that it's okay. And your, your kids, your family, your loved ones are going to take part in that as well. They're going to think that because you're doing it, that it's okay. And so they can do it and feel less bad about it. But as for me, I know that when I know something, I can't unknow it. Knowledge is power. And that's why I'm here today sharing this with you guys, because I think once you understand how everything's working, that you can stand up and, you know, hashtag ban 1500, you know, the law, 
the law should be changed in every industry, not just the beauty industry. We should be banning these ingredients and toxic, uh, potentially harmful ingredients in every category, not just beauty products, because we're affected by the water we drink, the food we eat, and everything else in between. So to finish this off, I just want to say that it's so sad to hear that animals are dying horrible deaths, that fish are eating and getting stuck in these bottles um, and cannot escape, that the polluting is affecting our waterways, our drinking water, uh, and there's over 1 million bottles each second being purchased every single day and only less than a quarter are actually getting recycled. And so from production, when petroleum, a non-renewable fossil fuel, uh, is being used to produce these all the way to when the bottles are thrown out and potentially not recycled, um, it's it's really harmful. And you have to remember that it takes more than a bottle of water to produce the actual bottle that the water goes into for you to drink. So it doesn't actually make sense. Um, and that's the, the, the problem. And so I want to finish off the podcast with a review, something positive for everybody. Um, if you are a fan of the podcast and you have something to say, please go onto iTunes and leave a review so that I can feature you on my podcast and read your review here like I'm about to do. I had a review on Thursday from Norman Greenspoon that said, so enlightening, five stars. I've been following Cassandra for a little while and finally had a chance to tune into her podcast. I chose to learn about what makes a brand, quote, clean on February 3rd, and I'm so glad that I did. It's about so much more than hashtag ban 1500. The true leaders in the clean beauty industry exemplify quality, safety, sustainability, transparency, and innovation. I'm thrilled to have Katie Wiggy and some other new names and brands to start following on my journey. Wow, Norman, thank you so much. I'm so excited you're following Katie with Michelle and other clean brands. And I'm really excited that you're using this hashtag because it is so powerful. And I can't wait for you to continue to tune in and share this podcast with your friends and family. And I hope you win our giveaway this month. If you're new to the podcast, well, this month we started doing large giveaways of clean beauty items and experiences with me. So this month you can win, um, up to $500 in clean beauty. You can win um, a, a meet and greet with me, uh, lunch and champagne. And I'm just so excited to meet all of you um, in the coming months and years going forward in the clean beauty space. So thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you soon. All right, so that's it for this week's episode on the Clean Beauty Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, and don't forget to head over to iTunes to review, rate, and subscribe to the channel. Until next week, stay beautiful.